Hi, thanks for downloading the next chapter of The Butcher. I just wanted to let you know that if you want to buy the full audiobook at a discounted price, you can head over to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio. Alternatively, you can buy a full price copy at any audiobook store. The Butcher is also available on Kindle Unlimited, ebook and print format, all via Amazon. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy the story. Chapter 16 Andy leaned back in his chair to try to avoid Rob's fetid breath without him noticing. Either his boss was terrified of vampires, or he'd been mainlining garlic all weekend. Either way, it was gross. Rob was perched on the edge of Andy's desk, dishing out instructions. The rate Rob was going with what he was wanted doing, Andy'd be lucky to get the weekend off. So, get together with this woman Jessica at the forum, make sure that they know what they're doing, Rob said as Andy scribbled in his notebook. The forum was a large building in the centre of Norwich that had the city library, the local media and a variety of other organisations. It was also going to be the venue for the Pride of Anglia ceremony. They all work for the council, that lot. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, Rob continued. The competition presentation can't go wrong. You've got my brief, yeah? Andy nodded in response. It wasn't really Rob's brief. Andy had written it. The plan for the presentation even had taken hours to finish. But when he had submitted it to Rob, all his boss had done was change the signature block on it and hand it to Charles the Big Cheese. Andy had watched Rob simpering and soaking up the glory as Charles told him what a fine piece of work it was. Now, the other job is to get the products together for the competition. We've not really had the response we expected from the Eastern Daily News promotion, so we need to get out there and source them for ourselves, Rob said. What sort of response did we get? Andy asked. Minimal, Rob replied, waving his hand as a waft of garlic accompanied the gesture. We got some carrots from a woman who runs a greengrocer in Ludham and an amusingly shaped parsnip. Andy stifled a smile at the mention of the parsnip. He and Martin had been in Morrison's down on the riverside the other day buying some beer when Martin had spotted a parsnip that looked very similar to a full set of male genitalia. They bought it with a crate of Cronenberg and Martin had entered the parsnip into the competition under a false name. So, what we need is local produce. I don't care what it is, as long as it was produced in Norfolk. Focus in on meat, though. That's got the best markup if we flog it in bulk. You got that? Sure, Andy nodded. Any ideas where to start? Hmm. Rob crossed his legs, rested an elbow on his knee, and put his fist on his chin. That must be his thinking pose, Andy thought. It made him look like a bizarre version of Bruce Forsyth. How about seeing if there's some sort of local butcher society? Start with that. What, like the Freemasons? Andy said, an image of a bunch of men in red-striped aprons lined up with their trouser legs rolled up and sausages draped around their necks in his head. No, more like a directory or something. Just get on the internet and sort something out, Rob replied. Now go, champ. Be careful out there. He punched Andy on the arm, which triggered another wave of garlic. Can I take someone with me, Rob? Andy asked. Who? Martin, the other intern. Who does he work for? Rob asked. He's in sales. Is it Doug, the manager there? Oh yeah, Doug the Divot, we call him. Rob laughed. Andy frowned. 
no idea what Rob was talking about. I played golf with him. No problem, I'll fix it, Rob said as he launched himself from Andy's desk. Andy held his breath, not wanting to get another mouthful of Rob's leftover garlic. A few minutes later, just as Andy had given up trying to find a secret society of Norfolk butchers and settled on a list of local shops from Google, an instant message from Martin the intern popped up on his screen. Road trip, the message said. Oh yes, Andy typed. Meet me out the front by the Alan Partridge statue in ten minutes. He printed out the list, shut his computer down and went downstairs to wait for Martin. The statue of Alan Partridge was wearing a traffic cone on its head, as usual, and an elderly security guard was trying to clean down some obscenities that were spray-painted on the base. When Martin arrived, they made their way down to the garage to where Andy kept his pride and joy, a bright yellow MG sports car called Delia, although he kept the fact that he'd named the car to himself. Ignoring Martin's standard comment about it being a hairdresser's car, Andy gunned the engine as he left the garage. Hairdressers, Andy said to Martin when they got onto the dual carriageway, do not drive MG Trophy 160s. So, your boss Rob then? Martin said a few minutes later, what's he like? He's a bit of a knob, but it could be a lot worse I guess, Andy replied. Have you met his wife? No, Andy said. Have you? He looked across at Martin. Not exactly, Martin replied. I've seen a few pictures of her, though, on Facebook and that. Really? Andy said, surprised. You're friends with her, then? No, a friend of a friend. You know how it is. Andy didn't use Facebook, so he had no idea how it was. Safe to say, though, Martin continued. Rob's a feeder. She's a big girl. Andy started laughing. So you're stalking my boss's wife on Facebook? Andy asked. Not stalking, Andy, Rob replied. Just observing from a distance. They drove in silence for a few moments, looking for the next butcher's shop on Andy's list. So far they'd visited five or six and had several carrier bags full of all kinds of meat in the boot. The next place on the list was a place called Frank's Butchers in a small village halfway between Norwich and Ipswich. According to Satnav, it was somewhere on the road they were driving down. There it is. Martin pointed through the windscreen at a tired-looking butcher's shop with a couple of old ladies milling about outside it. Andy pulled into the curb. Mate, do you want to run in and see what they've got? There's WLA lines and I think there was a sodding traffic warden hiding behind a bush just back there. Yeah, I saw him too, sneaky bastard. Martin got out of the car and Andy waited, his eyes fixed in his rear-view mirror on where the traffic warden had been. He drummed his fingers on the steering wheel for a few seconds before he got his phone out of his pocket and fired up Twitter. Pleased with the fact he had four new followers, which took his total to just over a hundred, he was about to follow them back when there was a loud thump on the windscreen. Andy jumped and took his eyes off the phone to see a yellow parking ticket on the windscreen and the traffic warden walking away from the car. Andy rolled down his window, muttering under his breath. The bastard had snuck up on him when he wasn't looking. Hey! Andy called out to the traffic wardens retreating back. Hey, I'm not parked. I'm still in the car. There was no response from the traffic warden, not even a glance over his shoulder. Andy reached through his open window and was peeling the ticket from his windscreen when Martin got back into the car. He got you then, 
Martin said with a grin. Never bloody saw him coming, Andy replied. That's forty quid, that is. Do you think I can claim it as business expenses? Good luck with that. At least you've got something to show for the visit, though, Martin said. That butcher's rubbish. He's only got three pork chops, and they're all imported from Suffolk, so they won't be eligible for the competition. He said to come back in a few days, there was something in by then. Andy drove back to Norwich in silence, still fuming from the parking ticket. That would be almost a week's wages down the drain, if he did have to pay the fine. He parked in the underground garage below Partridge Towers, and they both got out. Mate, I need to go and find some woman called Jessica in the forum, Andy said as he got the carrier bags out of the boot of his car. Can you take this lot up and put it in the fridge in Charles's office? He's worried it'll get nicked if it goes in the fridge in the staff room. Sure, no worries. You want me to come to the forum with you? No, don't worry, I've got it covered. Pleased to be out of the car and in the fresh air, Andy sauntered towards the centre of Norwich, enjoying the pale sunshine. He was walking past the office of the Environment Agency when he saw a homeless man sitting on the pavement, not far off his own age. Andy dug into his pocket and pulled out a couple of pounds, dropping it into the full-on cup the man had set out in front of him. The homeless man was just thanking Andy when a young woman came flying out of the main doors of the Environment Agency and half-walked, half-ran down the steps onto the pavement. Andy glanced at her, noticed she was wearing a particularly florid purple business suit. She also appeared to be in floods of tears. The young woman was only a few feet away from Andy when her heel got caught in a crack in the pavement and she started to stumble over. Instinctively, he put his hands out to break her fall and she crashed into him. To his horror... And he realised that as she had stumbled, she had put her arms out to her sides and his hands were on her chest. He was standing with an unexpected helping of side boob in each hand. I'm so sorry, he started to apologise as he tried to remove his hands from her breasts. And he never saw the knee coming. He lay curled up in a fetal position on the pavement, trying not to be sick, as the homeless man wandered over and put a sympathetic hand on his shoulder. You okay, mate? The man said, that looked nasty, that did. Andy couldn't even reply. He was too busy trying to gulp air. The last thing he remembered before the excruciating pain between his legs was the young woman's tear-stained face close to his. You fucking pervert, she had said before she ran off as he crumpled to the pavement. Hi again, Nathan Burrows here. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder, if you're interested in buying the full audiobook, head to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio or any audiobook store.